If you're a woman over 40 dealing with hot flashes, insomnia, brain fog, moodiness, or weight gain, you don't have to accept it as just another part of aging. The experts at Midi Health know all these symptoms can be connected to the hormonal changes of menopause. And Midi can help with safe, effective, FDA-approved solutions covered by insurance. 91% of Midi patients get relief from symptoms within just two months. Book your virtual visit today at joinmidi.com. Hi, welcome to Tea Time with Amy and Bev. Good morning. Here we are. I think I posted last week, week uh, 50 for our recordings. Oh, wow. That kind of came up fast. We had talked about it and it's like, that's kind of crazy. And it was two, about two months ago, I brought it up. Yes. And um, with my, my fulfilling schedule and everything going on, here we are. We're like a week out from our one year. <laughs> it's really crazy. That's awesome, though. I mean, it really is. It's amazing, right? It doesn't even it's seem like we've been. Go ahead. I was going to say, and you've made it to every single one. I think I missed a couple of them in December. Yeah, but I mean, you had stuff going on, too. Yeah. Kind of need your attention. <laughs> Life happens for sure. And that's okay. Life does happen. And I mean, really, it doesn't even seem like a year. In in one way it does, but another way it's like, already? A year already? Yeah. So it's yeah. kind of cool. It is. It's nice. Yep. So uh, how's life? What's happening? Life is good. Life is good, honestly. Um, last week, I think I would like to say probably Thursday afternoon till maybe till I woke up Saturday morning, I got into a pretty depressed state, which I'm not normally in this space. And I don't know if you've ever listened to like the Schumann resonance or, you know, the energies that the energies that are coming in and, and they're talking about gateways opening up and all this other stuff. And it's just talking about energy. But what it reminds me to tell everyone is be easy on yourself. I mean, I was in a place, I don't know that I've ever been in this, this kind of a place, in a place that a picture was taken of me, shown to me, and I started crying because I felt that I, I was so ugly and I was in such a space. It was just uh, like, it makes me almost sad just to even think about it. But honestly, I feel like it's now looking back on it, I can say that I feel like it was a growth thing. I think it's like a when we're so hard on ourselves and all this stuff all the time, it's like, it was like that moment for me to be able to release, but I was just like, I, I would cry, just cry and cry. And, and, it, and so you were in that, you were in that depressed state and then you were shown the picture? Yeah, while I was in that space and it's like, okay. I saw myself so ugly. Yeah, so what I want to point out is um that you may have needed that picture to trigger you to let the tears flow to move the energy exactly no so i it was agree a with tool you. right yeah it was definitely this was a growth thing what i think about is like all the times all the times we're always nitpicking and picking on ourselves and all this stuff and it felt so it was so horrible it felt so horrible it really did i mean i'm very thankful that it lasted but it's like i and i also understand this is part of our growth this is part of um, just seeing the things. It, I experienced the harshness that I was to myself, you know, like letting a lot of that, those, that emotion go about myself. Cause this, this is a skin. I mean, this is a body. I can, I should relish it. I say should, but I can't. It's very possible to enjoy every aspect of it. We've talked about numerous things about appreciating your organs because they do things without us even paying attention to them. Appreciating your feet cause they help us move around and, they can wiggle around and sand, you know, all these other things, but it's like, it was just a, it was a place. And I say be easy because it was just where I had to be. It wasn't a matter. It wasn't a place where I could climb out of. I mean, not to say that I didn't pray and ask for guidance to go through this, whatever I was going through, but just for help to, you know, get through it and then understand what it's about. And gosh, at the time it felt, I didn't want to be in that space anymore, but, but looking back at it, I feel like 
there was so much growth that came from it. There was a lot of stuff that I feel like a lot, I feel like I let go of a lot of things. Can you, can you, um, if you feel like being vulnerable, can you share what took you to that depressed state or do you recognize what took you there? I kind of do. Um, I've been, I've been kind of, so I know that my, my number for this year is like, it's just to be in, I don't remember what the number exactly is, but it is just to be, just to be more. It's just to, you know, not push things forward. And I've been trying to push, I got my truck painted. First, I got my windows tinted on my truck and that was great. Like it was seven. You're in a seven year. That's right. Seven. And because you were in a seven last year. Mm -hmm. Yeah. But I also know that the more you push, in this this number this year this this area the more it's going to push against you it's so also here I the seven is also self-reflection oh yes absolutely so you're doing a lot of that <laughs> all the time i mean it's, it seems sometimes it's a lot easier than others but but anyways there, my truck was getting some stuff done on it it got a paint job wasn't as happy with it that i could have been and and of course money was a factor in that that i kept throwing up you know mm-hmm. So that bothered me. And then I took it in to go get taken care of it, a uh, dealership in town to fix the air conditioning, which wasn't fixed. And it's like, they didn't do the things that I, and I, I got a phone call. I think it was Thursday evening when I was coming home from work and I got a phone call and it was, they were telling me that, um, you know, this still wasn't done and we're gonna have to do order some more parts or blah, you know, all this other stuff. And it's like, that really just hit me wrong. So, because, and it, and it wasn't, it really had nothing to do with the dealership. It had nothing to do with the paint job. It had to do with me trying to control things, having an expectation of something outside of myself to make me happy. And it wasn't, it wasn't, but it was a lesson. This has all been a lesson for me. And it's also been a lesson for me to let go. Mm-hmm. And that was one of, that's cards. You know, I always, I pull cards for myself often because sometimes I get into a lot, even when I'm in a good space, I'll pull cards. But when I'm in a law space, a lot of times I'll pull cards to kind of get an idea of what, what's going on here. And a lot of time it's the big one for me has been surrender because surrender leads to freedom. Define what it means to pull cards because not everybody knows what oh, that means. So like tarot cards or oracle cards. And I like to do a lot of the angel oracle cards. I actually love, I have this deck that is a patched tarot deck and it's a tarot deck, but it, the cards are so flipping amazing because they show you, there's so much details in them that you can pull all kinds of information from it it's not just what what you read in the book but those kind of guide me along to let me know you know what's going on and, and sometimes I'll see cards that are showing like um, like a, you know a knife in the heart and it's because I'm, I'm tormenting you know tormenting self and it's like it doesn't have to be this way but th- so this is part of the letting go but anyways that's part of my when I pull cards and I, and I pull random cards I might just one card which is very seldom most of the time I'll start without with three or five cards it turns into more because as I have questions with the cards I'll flip over the next card and it kind of lets me know what that card's telling me about it's just guidance yeah we all have it because we have this natural intuition with inside of ourselves and we don't listen to it all the time so a lot of times it's easy for us to pull cards or use a pendulum or you know something outside of us to kind of give that guidance, even though we already have the guidance within ourselves, we don't need anything else, but we use it. So, so something else I was told last week, mm-hmm. which was after I'd had this emotional time and I, and I woke up Friday morning, I had an, a, my first appointment Friday morning. My, he's like, well, your goals can, could be just for the next week, only focus on your intuition. Because in uh, part of this process, I wasn't listening to my intuition. I had received guidance, like, just go ahead and pick up the truck. Just, you know, when they, when they had called with the first thing and said they weren't going to do this, at that time, I got the, the desire, that it's the intuition, the guidance, the message, go pick up the truck, and I didn't do it. So I was part of, a lot of my, my feelings from Thursday night were frustration and pissed off and anger. And I wasn't frustrated. It was frustrated at myself for not listening to myself. I just didn't listen. So, so it was ironic. Yeah, it was ironic <laughs> to meet up with a person the next day. And he's like, because he's a spiritual person and he's a great guy. And he's like, he just said, you know, focus on your intuition. You'll be surprised how things go. And that's, so I've been doing that since probably since Saturday, more since Saturday, I tried to, I kept telling myself I was on Friday, but I was just a bit of a mess. But on both of those days, I saw 
a, an extra client each day that I wasn't going to be seeing, you know, I changed my schedule and, and I, that I feel like I kind of, I need that time for myself. I've got to honor myself. And, and that's something for me to recognize too. It wasn't like it was, it was one more person. That was it. Just one more person on both days. And it was energetically too much for me. Mm. Physically, I could handle it, but energetically, I, I knew that my limit had been reached. And so depression has to do with uh, the past. So in that, what, if you don't mind me asking, what was connected? What was the underlying story that took you to be depressed? What were you, like, stories were you telling yourself currently, but were actually associated to past experiences? I mean, for me, I would say a lot of it's just letting go. It's learning how to not control because I've, I've had a lifelong history of controlling things and have an expectation outside of self. Um, the only thing I could say is perhaps, you know, it's the whole idea of letting go of the truck. That would be because I got it when Jim and I were together. You know, there's, there's stuff like that, that. But it's like, I don't feel, for me, I don't feel like it was that big of an emotional thing. Because what, what came forward was me like seeing myself and just not liking myself. So I think, I'll, I think that's like the past stuff. That's past stuff of me just abusing myself and not thinking I'm not good enough and I'm not worthy and I'm ugly. Because that's been a lifelong thing of mine. You know, every once in a while I'll catch myself and I'll be like, you don't look so bad today. But then it's, but that, but these are, those were a few and far between moments compared to me always beating myself up. I beat myself up my whole life, my whole life. No matter how I looked, it wasn't good enough. In my, in my experience, when I went down that path of um, the I'm not good enough, I'm not accepted, I'm not loved, I'm a bad person, I'd start going down that avenue. And my next thoughts were people would be better without me. And then I'd oh, start yeah. going even deeper. And yeah, yeah that's uh, that was tough for me to redirect when I was learning about that and loving myself. It was, it took a lot of focus. And I've been talking about this for the past three weeks, diligence, consistence, and persistence. It took a lot of focus for me to not get that far and just be depressed. Right. I mean, it was stages and I've talked about this too recently. It was stages like, okay, I'm depressed, but I'm not going to allow myself to get so depressed that I start contemplating suicide. So I worked on that. I'm like, okay, I'm depressed. I'm just going to be here with this, but I'm not going to keep going. Right. I'm going to feel this. And then it was the practice of when I started getting depressed that, oh, I got to redirect what I'm thinking about. Cause what I'm thinking about right now is all about past stuff and that's not even happening so it's changing those stories right now and um it but it's so much practice and we think that one and done and that's not the way it is it is continuous practice and there's times um it's very far and few between now but every once in a while i will start going down that depressed avenue i'm like whoa hold on first of all what triggered this and is that a true story right and so i start bringing myself back out of that, it's like I start going down the steps, down that avenue. I'm like, whoop, wait, let's come back up. And and what uh, what was what was I thinking that even brought me to starting to get depressed? And so it's just a matter of practicing it over and over and over. To um, each time, you get better and better and better at catching it. Because you acknowledge what's triggering it, and I understand what you're saying. I I don't know that I would do anything to myself but that's how I that's how I felt I felt that way after Jim had passed quite a gosh a few times and maybe that's part of releasing some of that those emotions too but it's like it came up again it's like I just didn't want to be here you don't care at that moment you don't care about I mean I love my family I love everybody I mean I love them all I love you I love but it's like at that moment you don't have anything else to give for anybody else it's not enough just to have everybody else to be there you to stay to want to be here during those moments so it's like and then it's like saturday morning i wake up in there and i'm i'm good so it was like a good it was a good past 24 hours you know it was a good time frame that it was happening but it was like it was just so and then all of a sudden i'm fine 
I don't even know. I don't, I mean, I, I don't, don't know. even know. I've had crazy. those moments too. <laughs> it's just crazy, but, but it's a good, but, but, it, but looking back, I can be like, oh, woe is me. But looking back at it, it's, it's helping me grow. It's helping me to see these things. It's helping me to appreciate myself. It's helping me to change, you know, again, we're, that's kind of almost outward, I guess, when I think about it, because we're, we're looking at the superficial, the skins of ourselves, which isn't, that's not us. That's not who we are. That's who we identify with here, but it doesn't, I don't think it has to be. How do you get there from where I'm at right now? I don't know yet. I don't know, but I'm in the process for sure, because this is not, this is just my skins. That's it. We're so much bigger than this. And that's, um, that's, you know, I think that's a big part of our message is helping people recognize that we are so much more than what we see in the mirror. Yeah. There's so much more. And if, and, and it's, you know, they tell us when you look in the mirror and look into your eyes, that's your eyes are the doorway to your soul or to your spirit. And that spirit is loving and joyful. And we, we want to talk to that spirit. Step into the world of power, loyalty, and luck. I'm going to make him an offer he can't refuse. With family, cannolis, and spins mean everything. Now, you want to get mixed up in the family business. Introducing The Godfather at ChompaCasino.com. Test your luck in the shadowy world of the Godfather slot. Someday, I will call upon you to do a service for me. Play the Godfather, now at chumpacasino.com. Welcome to the family. VGW Group, no purchase necessary. Voidware prohibited by law. See terms and conditions, 18 plus. With Lucky Land Slots, you can get lucky just about anywhere. This is your captain speaking. Uh, we've got clear runway and the weather's fine, but we're just going to circle up here a while and uh, get lucky. No, no, nothing like that. It's just these cash prizes add up quick. So I suggest you sit back, keep your tray table upright, and start getting lucky. Play for free at LuckyLandSlots.com. Are you feeling lucky? No purchase necessary. Void where prohibited by law. 18 plus terms and conditions apply. See website for details. In a way that we would talk to a child. I love you. You're amazing. You're beautiful. You, you know, you got all this talent and, and, and it programs or helps you, um, helps you to learn to love this body through the spirit, not through the shell. I agree. And the other thing is, is that I, I have a mentor and teacher that, um, and I, and I agree with the teaching. And so I teach as well as that, you know, we, we chose this body. We chose this body to get us through this life. And this body is going to be with us until our last breath. And it's to learn. It is to be in a space to be appreciative as you began earlier with this, with our conversation is to appreciate the body for everything it does. Because what we do is we look at our body as something that is against us. My body's doing this and my body hates me. I've heard people say my body hates me. And, and, and just, it's like, whoa, your spirit is in that body. And this body is with you till you take your last breath. So it's important that we learn to if you're not if you're not satisfied with the outside look okay for now okay for now go inside cuz our bodies are so fucking miraculous that it has got you to where you are today even through all the bullshit you've done to it and here it is still here with you till you take your last breath it's time to appreciate it. It's time to honor it. It's time to be in gratitude for it because to me, it is like the most miraculous thing we could own. Like we have, and we, it's important that we take more interest in what this does for us than the interest of he doesn't love me. My boss is an asshole. Um, my neighbor's a jerk or, you know, there's so much outside of us that we give our attention to. And I'm like, this brain is so amazing. 
I want to spend more time learning about that and how it helps operate my body than giving my attention to people who don't like me or do, who don't care about me or who I perceive as they don't love me or accept me, whatever. I don't need to give my attention to that. I need to give my attention to this. This is my main focus and I have to love it, not anybody else. Exactly. It's all true. I mean, I believe it to be true, honestly. And it, oh my gosh, the amount of miles you've, we've walked and the storms we've gone through and the experiences we've had, good, bad, ugly, indifferent, doesn't matter, all of it. And here we are today. I mean, I, I said, like I would go down that dark, deep hole of not wanting to be on this planet, wanting to take my life. I never had the guts to do it, but I thought about it every single day for years. I stayed in that space for years and then I pulled myself out of it because I feel like there's more to life than what we have been taught, than what we perceive, than what we can grasp. Like every day I ask Archangel Uriel to come to be with me, to help remind me that I am this itty bitty tiny speck of the whole of the whole universe. I'm this itty bitty tiny speck and I am here for a reason. And if it's just to touch one person's life while I'm here, so be it. Because I know there's gonna be a ripple effect. But there's reason that each and every one of us are in the physical body on this planet at this time. There's a reason. And we may not always understand that reason, that's okay, but there is a reason why we're each and every one of us are here right now. I agree. You know, all this stuff going on, I've been, so as soon as I started, I recognized that it's time for me to let go of my truck. I've been holding on to that truck forever. And, and it's just, I don't know. It's, I love the truck, or, or at least that's what I've been telling myself. But I'll tell you right now, the new vehicles have heated and cooled seats and you have the heated steering wheel and you've got air conditioning in the front and the back and and you have air conditioning you know right. all these things and, and a reliable vehicle my truck has probably like 166,000 miles on it it's a 2003 I mean it's an old truck but it's for me it's like letting go and that's like a huge thing so with that process because now I've let go I've got an idea of what I do want and that was huge for me too because sometimes before I would try to look at something and figure out what do I, what do I want? What would I want to have in place of that truck? And it's like, I couldn't come up with anything, but now I did. And it's like now, even though I'm not getting that other vehicle right now, but I, in my mind, I mean, maybe I already have it right now and I just don't know it yet. <laughs> Cause I can see myself driving this vehicle, but it's, it's a funny thing. So that's a whole another process too, but I've been letting go of stuff. I've carried my mom's purse because I'm not a purse person and I, and I didn't go looking for them. And I used to only carry a wallet. Well, then I got my mom's purse after she passed away. I've been using that same purse for the last six years. Mm. It's a good purse, by the way. Fossil is a good purse. <laughs> I'm just going to point it out. <laughs> the only thing that could probably replace on that is the straps, but it's been, it's like, it looks, it's a good purse, but I've let it go. I got a new purse recently and, it, and I just got the purse in yesterday and it, and it was so weird that I acknowledged when I was transferring stuff, like when I got that purse out of the box, I was letting go of more of this past stuff. I didn't realize how much I was holding on to, mm. but, but I was, but I was. So it's just a crazy feeling. I've got her makeup back. That's going to be replaced here in a couple of days. So it's like, it's just a, it's letting go of energy. It's being willing to just surrender and move on. And it's like, I, it's, it's kind of crazy how we can keep ourselves in a place like holding on to something. And, it, and I wouldn't say, I wasn't like holding on and missing my mom every day or anything like that. I don't, I don't feel like I'm even emotional about a lot of that stuff. I love my mom. I know she's around me all the time. I don't feel, I don't feel the, the emotions, anything of a loss there, but it's like, I, it's kind of crazy that I've been holding on to these things that, that have had her energy on it. And maybe that wasn't always good energy. So I don't, you know, it's just kind of a strange, it's a strange place to be in but I recognized that when I got that purse out yesterday and that new person, it just felt, it, it blew my mind that it's like, oh, this feels like a, like I'm shedding the old. Hmm. And you're opening up yourself to new. Exactly. In and all aspects. 
Yeah, and and uh, a lot of times the reason why we hang on to older stuff from our loved ones is for the memories. But the memories can't be taken away. I mean, they're there. So it doesn't yeah. matter if you have that purse or you have that shirt or you have that knickknack. Like, you still have the memories. The, the stuff triggers the memories. So when you yeah. look at it, Oh yeah, I remember when la 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 la, and so every time you see it, then it and and you know if you if people need to hang on to stuff for that, so be it. Um, I got to a space where I was learning to release stuff. Like yeah, I had the the knickknack that reminded me of a memory, but I didn't love the knickknack. It's <laughs> like oh, I don't really like this, but it's here because it reminds me of something and I learned to I have that memory it's okay to release this it's nice and you were kind of going through a lot of this last year so that's something I probably point out to people take a look at your number so what is it your personal year is that what you would call it like for numerology would you look at your yeah. personal what's your personal year this year and then look at what the what the year is for everybody but like my personal year was a seven, which you were in a seven last year. And some of these things, like you were getting rid of a lot of stuff, I think last year. I did. So it is part of this process. It really is. And it's not, and that goes back to me saying the same thing. Be easy on yourself. Another thing that I noticed about myself was I second guess myself a lot, mm. man. And so that's like, stop second guessing myself. And, and that's the practice of staying in with the intuition, which um, this Friday would be a week. I'm going to, I'm going to let my focus be my intuition really. And just see where it takes me because you can't go wrong with it you can't it oh. may, maybe nothing comes from it but everything great comes from it has more of a potential from coming from it than anything and it's just listening yep and but that's the practicing but the listening comes with meditation you know we talk about meditation and i would say meditation is huge and that's just getting to where you hear if you can just listen for a cricket or if you can listen for whatever because that puts you in a place of listening, which I was not for 47 years of my life. <laughs> I, know. I know. I always had that. I was, I've always been intuitive. And then looking back, I recognize that. Oh, yeah. I didn't always listen to it. Right. And, oh, yeah. and then there was time like you with the truck, go get the truck. And you're like, eh, pfft, whatever. And then you kick yourself in the butt because you didn't do it. I can't tell you how many times, a thousands probably in my lifetime I've done that. And intuition is funny, and it's not funny, it's divine timing that you bring this up because intuition this year has been huge since the beginning of this year. Intuition has been in my face. Like I just finished with my mentor um, an eight day class and now she's getting ready to do a deep dive. So we're gonna be meeting every two weeks and it's it's a group thing. But um, the the book study I do every Wednesday night we're, I'm teaching intuition. So this is so important and um, people want to uh, push it away, but this is, this is our internal guidance. And if we listen to it more often than we do the people who we go to for free advice, our life would be so amazing and so easy and so incredible. So I, there were many times many times in my last corporate job that I just getting up in the morning, my mind, my body, my intuition, everything was telling me, quit your damn job, get out. But me and my ego says, no, we need to continue to suffer. No, you made a commitment. No, you can't quit. Right. I had my ego telling me one thing, but my, my physical body and my intuition was like, run. <laughs> I stayed at that job for five years. And finally, when I finally released it, it was the biggest relief. One of the experiences I had in my life where it was just a big relief. And and but the fear so there's fear absolutely around that intuition of well if i quit my job i'm not going to have the income um how am i going to pay my bills right i went into i would stay fear based in my mind instead of instead of the opposite of 
well, wow, what other doors are going to open for me and what other exciting positions might be a uh, fit for me or, or, you know, could I, could I be in an office space where there would be amazing people to work with and it's uplifting and everybody's supportive. I didn't go down that road. I took the fear-based road. So that's what kept me there for the five years. And I was paid well, like I was paid really well for what I did and the fear of losing that income and the benefits because my mind was saying, there's nothing else out there better than this, right? Based on it. my history of what got me to where I was to, to earn that income and have those benefits, I didn't have the belief in myself that there could be anything better than that. I couldn't see beyond what was right here in front of me. And that's been a practice for me as well is dreaming. Doesn't matter how big the dream is. Doesn't matter how ridiculous the dream is. I dream. I like visualize. Oh my gosh, wouldn't that be amazing? And how cool would it be if I experienced this? And right. And, and just be playful with it. And things have just been opening up and, and wonderful things have been opening up for or experiences have been coming to me. And every day my mantra is I open my palms up, face up, open my arms out wide. And I just say, I allow goodness to flow to me because goodness is the natural state of my vibrational flow. I say that every morning and every day I experience good things. So that's awesome. And it's not like we're not teaching anybody new stuff. Intuition's been around since before you were born and you've all all, we've always had it. We've all we been burned as a witch. Just yeah. <laughs> Condemned as a witch in some form. It's true. <laughs> we second guess stuff all the time and, and mostly it is from fear. Like, what if I do this? What if I do that? And, and, and then like you were saying, because a lot all that resonates with me, struggle. We have a tendency to keep ourselves in struggle. And it's like, why do you think you deserve that? Because you don't. And it's just like you said, opening up your arms and, and allowing the goodness to come in. But you believe it. You believe you don't deserve good things because of what a horrible person you were growing up. Or what you saw growing up or how, how I, I grew up. We didn't have any, we didn't really have, we had a roof over our head. I'll just give it that much. Yep. You know, sometimes my mom was selling a microwave or sometimes she was selling whatever just for us to make the, the rent or get food or whatever. Right. So it was just whatever it was. That's just how we grew up. So when you don't that's why it's so important for us, I was going to say when you don't, but when it's so important for us to see the way others live or to see the way others handle situations, because it's just, it's not that it's right or wrong, but it puts more information in our database. Step into the world of power, loyalty, and luck. I'm going to make him an offer he can't refuse. With family, cannolis, and spins mean everything. Now, you want to get mixed up in the family business. Introducing The Godfather at ChompaCasino.com. Test your luck in the shadowy world of The Godfather slot. Someday, I will call upon you to do a service for me. Play The Godfather now at ChompaCasino.com. Welcome to the family. VGW Group. No purchase necessary. Voidware prohibited by law. See terms and conditions. 18 plus. With the Lucky Land slots, you can get lucky just about anywhere. This is your captain speaking. Uh, we've got clear runway and the weather's fine, but we're just going to circle up here a while and uh, get lucky. No, no, nothing like that. It's just these cash prizes add up quick. So I suggest you sit back, keep your tray table upright, and start getting lucky. Play for free at LuckyLandsLots.com. Are you feeling lucky? No purchase necessary. Void where prohibited by law. 18 plus terms and conditions apply. See website for details. Yep. And we got to, we ha it's important that when I say I am open to good and goodness is the natural state of my vibrational flow, I am opening the channels to say, I'm bring it on, bring on all the goodness. And then the next thing is saying, how much better could this get? Yes. How much better could this get? And that opens up the playfulness and the, the adventure and the excitement about life. And, and even though um, something I struggled with in the beginning of this spiritual growth thing and being a teacher was um, spirit, okay, quote unquote, right? Spiritual teachers shouldn't have material things. <laughs> okay, that wasn't true. That was my belief of, from my experience of growing up lack of 
I don't deserve, I don't deserve good things was the story, was the actual story. And so I had to learn to switch that. Like money is important to our being. Money is important to our life. Like I need money to pay my utilities for fuel, for food, right? I, money's important. And then it, it, when I started moving into the teaching and the classes and, and, and the coaching, um, switching my mindset that the more money I receive, the more beneficial I am to the economy. I'm going to spend more money. I'm going to hire people. I'm going to create jobs. Right. I'm going to spend, you know, I'm going to spend money on advertising. Um, I spent my, I just spent money on a website designer. Like when I get more, I give more. Right. And so it's that give and take. And so switching the mind that it's okay to have better things than what you have right now. It's okay. Are you, are you, is there a possibility people are going to judge you for having something better, having, um, you've been driving the same vehicle for 18 years uh, and you get a new car. Is people going to judge you? Some people might. Some people yeah. might judge you like, wow, so you think you deserve a new car? Um, yeah, I do. And that's being in your power of, yes, I do deserve a new car. Yes, I do deserve good things. Yes, it's okay. Right? But it's us giving ourselves the approval, not wanting, not needing the approval from others. And just as, just like being a, a teacher and a coach, are people going to judge me? Mm -hmm. It's inevitable. It's inevitable. People are going to judge me. We judge people all the time. Just by me saying Bev has beautiful hair, I'm judging her. Right? She's got beautiful blue eyes. That's a judgment. But there, we, will we, think about judgment we think about the negative side of that okay so so either way whether you're thinking good thoughts about somebody or not so nice thoughts about somebody you're still judging them in some form mm -hmm. so being in more in the public this was something I had to work on as well because I was an in I grew up as an introvert I didn't want to be seen I didn't didn't want to be heard um you know, because just be quiet and stay out of the way so I don't get in trouble. That was the fear. If I do anything, I'm going to get in trouble. If I'm seen or heard, I'm going to get in trouble. So I was going to lay low. And I was like that till um, I started coming out of my shell, like in my late 30s. Well, being, I, this was something I had to reprogram myself that being a teacher and a coach, I'm, I'm exposing myself. And I'm opening myself to more people judging me. So I had to get into a place with myself, going back to my body and me to love me. And it, and somebody could say some hurtful, they could, they could say what could be perceived as hurtful words to me. But as long as I'm not in a space to receive what they're saying about me to be hurt, it's not about me. It's about them. If I get hurt by it, then it is about me because I'm getting triggered. Mm -hmm. So if I'm in a space of this is me, this is how I talk. This is how I look. This is how I dress. This is how I do my makeup. Do love me or hate me. It doesn't matter to me. I love me. I appreciate me. I accept me for where I'm at, who I am. And every day though, my practice is how can I be and do better? And it's being and doing better for myself, because when I do that for myself, then that automatically flows out to other people. It is not to be and do better, to be loved and accepted by others. That is not the goal. The goal is I want to be and do better. So then I show up automatically, not through effort. Automatically, I just show up being and doing better for others because I do, I'm do, already doing it for myself. And that's what I know. That's awesome. It's a practice. <laughs> it, all of it is. All of it's a practice. The thing is, we've been practicing to be the way we were before. 
You know, I mean, that was a practice. All, all you're doing is making a change and you can't, that was one of my cards that told me that recently. I cannot continue to do the same thing and expect something different to come from it. So I'm getting all this guidance of, um, I mean, I've been receiving lots of guidance, but I'm listening more. I've been receiving lots of guidance about a book. I've been receiving information about what to write down. And it's like the nudges to go do, write it down now, go do this now. And it's like, it's just a matter of listening to all that stuff. It's, there's, it's, it can be joyful to be here. It doesn't have to be Luckily, I only dealt with that for 24 something, 48 hours. Luckily, I mean, because I don't know. I mean, I imagine I could have stayed in that space, but I can't. I mean, I can't. Not not where I'm at right now. Maybe did you notice? I mean, ago. you allowed yourself to be in that space for that long, but did you notice how uncomfortable it was? It was. It was. And, it, and that's the thing. It feels so much. It, it, you feel it so much more because you you you've also felt the good stuff. Yeah. You know, you felt the peace, you felt the joy, you felt the bliss. Cause I've, and maybe I felt hints of those things, but when you're feeling it, when you're in a better energy all the time and all of a sudden you dip down to that space, maybe I was tired. Maybe I didn't eat enough. Maybe I didn't have enough water that day. It could have been a million things. And it's like, next thing you know, you're on this, this path and it happens, it can happen to any of us. Mm -hmm. But that's where you, like you said, it's the practice is paying attention to it. Was I, maybe I was tired or maybe, you know, it's just so many different things that we just all of a sudden don't notice it. We don't notice ourselves because we're so busy noticing everybody else. Or we're just so busy. But that's true too. Not taking time for self. I, I kind of allowed myself to get in that space as well. Um, a week ago, two week, two week and a half ago. Yeah. And being a caretaker and, um, being up like all hours of the night, um, not getting the sleep I needed, um, not nurturing myself in the way that would have been beneficial to get me through it. I mean, it took me about three days to re kind of recover in my sleep. I mean, I was just so exhausted because the experience, the intense part of the experience went on for about a week and a half. And to recover from that took a few days. Um, I am I am very grateful and blessed to have had the experience with the people that I was with, and to go through that process. But it was very physically, mentally, and emotionally draining. And I called in Archangel Michael all the time, like Archangel Michael and Archangel Raphael. I'm like help me maintain my energy, help me have the courage and strength to show up and help me maintain, help me maintain, um, a healthy body and immune system. Like that was a continuous prayers that I had through that week. And I do that every day, but this is like several times a day. I was like, all right, you guys, <laughs> I need some additional, uh, help here and a little more energy right now and, and help me get through this or, create the space where I can just close my eyes for a few minutes. Right. So, so I was a lot of prayer happening on my part and, and knowing like in my past self, my past self would have just kept pushing and I would have got irritated and frustrated and, and, um, irritable, um, you know, just got into a more of a ugly space with myself and everybody around me where this time, I had the tools, you know, like I recognize when I'm hungry, I'm like, Oh, I'm starting to get a little irritated here. I think I need to eat. Right. Listening to my body saying, just close your eyes. You don't have to sleep. Just at least go close your eyes. Just, just rest for a little bit. Right. And, and so that also is your intuitions and your body speaking to you to say, um, the body needs a little of attention, little attention right now. So let's take care of that because if I don't take care of that, then I'm not any better or any good to other people. So this, it's um, really, our body is our guidance system and it's so important to listen to it. It really is. And then, oh, and another thing I want to say was, so you've been in the depression for years, 
you pulled yourself out of it. You know what it feels like to be up and out of it. You know what it feels like to listen to your intuitive guidance. You know what it's like to um, have good things happen for you and be in gratitude and appreciation of it, right? You've been in that space. And then when you, that's why I was asking about the, how it, how it felt, because now when I dip, just start dipping down into like getting my pinky toe or my pinky toe nail into a depressed state, man, I'm like, oh, this doesn't feel good. I can't, no, I can't go there. That's not good. How can I move this energy without actually going so deep into the depression? And then I have to pull myself up out of that. So it's getting the tools to um, first recognize it. But also there's a reason why you're going into the depression and there's some energy, some stuck energy within the body that needs to be moved. Mm-hmm. And that could be the tears, right? Seeing a picture of yourself and crying because, and you just needed to move that energy. It could be um, getting a pen and paper and just writing out how you're feeling and what's, and stir that emotion to move it. Um, it could be going and having a vigorous, um, uh, exercise routine, maybe, you know, dance or, um, um, what is it? Well, you move your body a lot. Like cardio or cardio. Yeah. So maybe you need some cardio, maybe you need to go for a run or aerobics or something that's going to shift that energy. A punching bag, even a punching bag, just, you know, some, I have an aunt, she would, um, she had a punching bag and she'd just go punch it and cry just to get that energy moved. Right. So it's, it's getting that, um, recognize, you know, you're moving into that depressed state, but who, okay. I don't have to sit here and, and stay in the mud of depression. There are other tools to move that. So I don't go there. I know for me, if I start going into depression, I know what's next. And I don't want to go into those thoughts. Yeah. I, it's like no i need to i need to catch it right now tell myself a different story yeah i don't think i ever recognized so much that i i mean for my life i think i was kept myself so busy all the time i don't think i ever recognized that i was depressed yeah so these feelings like this maybe since i was a teenager because when i was a teenager i would go through spaces like that for sure but they just seem more intense lately and maybe they do seem more intense because i felt the opposite of it because the opposite feels so amazing that as soon as you you said you get your pinky toe in it now you're like oh oh yeah well i think too that because you've grown so much spiritually when it's a little more amplified you're more ready for it yeah and you can handle it now yeah so yeah which is a good thing and that's not but that's the whole thing i keep saying that i'm surrendering well this is stuff all these splinters are coming to the surface (laughs) yes the the infected splinters yes (laughs) that's how they They come up right they get get infected and then get pushed to the surface yeah yeah Yeah, that's just kind of how it is because like i said then by saturday i was great saturday morning i i mean i felt great awesome it just isn't so awesome when you're going through it so but but i go back to if i didn't have someone to talk to here reach out to your friends you know get a different perspective and, and i don't know maybe i was just in a space that i i, th- I feel like for me at some point I, it was just something i had to feel but if you get to the point where you're really thinking about maybe doing something talk to somebody yeah. but for me I, I think i think it was just something i had to feel through i had to release i had to acknowledge I mean, there was a lot because when we stuff and stuff, we don't acknowledge. When we stuff, we ignore. Mm-hmm. And, and I've, been, I've been a practicer of that for my, had been for my whole life. I mean, I might get pissed off on the surface and, and blow up, but that's like, that only, that's only surfacey stuff. It's like all the other emotion, it's still, it's still there. Yeah, and you, you, you've not, when you explode, I used to be an exploder. When I explode... It moved some energy, but it still didn't address the stuff that was still inside. Okay, round two. Name something that's not boring. A laundry? Ooh, a book club. Computer solitaire, huh? Ah, oh, sorry. We were looking for Chumba Casino. 
That's right. Chumbacasino.com has over 100 casino-style games. Join today and play for free for your chance to redeem some serious prizes. Chumbacasino.com. No purchase necessary. law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details. Right. So the pressure would build up. I would explode. I'd feel better for a moment, even though I was nasty and ugly and bitchy. But all the stories were still stuffed inside. So then it would be a buildup, explode, right? It was just, and it was over time. Like it would take three, four, five, six months. An explosion would happen. It was like a release of pressure, but I said ugly words. I wasn't nice to somebody. and, And then my festering emotions were still inside. And I had, and didn't deal with that. I just let the ugliness come out in the way I knew how to let it out. Yeah. Which only brings you more stuff like regret because we regret some of the things that I've, cause I've blown. I mean, yeah, no. I've been that I was the exploder often because that, but that's the thing. That's the only way that I knew how at that right. point. And that's the whole idea. That's the whole thing about learning all this new stuff, you know, anything that's where our intuition, it guides us to the next thing. It's like, you don't just, you can't just pick up one book and that one book's going to tell you everything you need to know. You can get everything from intuition, but I think a lot of it, we experience a lot of things through our activities in our day. So it hits a trigger so that we have something to look at to let go of, whether it's a good trigger or a, or a positive, you know, something that feels great. It lets you know that you're alive and enjoying and thriving. And there's a lot of positive that comes from it. So all of it is just, it's just going through life, but you're like, like we talked about before, it's like you let your intuition guide you look up. You might be looking up mandalas. You might be looking up um, past life experiences or meditation or just what colors, mm-hmm. numbers. I mean, there's just a millions of different ways that we get information, but it's like, that's the how it resonates with us. When a, a bird flies up to your window or you see a hawk or something catches your eye, there's a reason that it caught your eye. And it's like, are you, are you willing to, slow down enough and pay attention to what is it is it just trying to get you to slow down or is it trying to give you a message is there more to it and, and you know and as you go you just know more you just it becomes not a guessing game anymore it becomes more of a knowing yeah and our and our our what i call our universal team or my universal team um our angels and guides and ancestors and deceased loved ones that i mean they're always there to help us Always. Always. And they're sending us thousands of messages every day. And being present, being focused in your now moment, opening up to receiving the help and guidance that you've asked for because you've been praying for help in some form. You may not call it prayer, but you've been asking for help in some way. And thousands of messages, messages are being delivered every single day to help us and it's being, it's being aware that, that that help is being provided. It's not, and it may not be a help from a physical person, but help is being provided. Yeah, and we're strong enough to be here. Honestly, that was a message that I received recently because of the family members that I've lost and stuff. It's like they left. I would, I don't say I say lost, but that that's just like lingo for everybody else here on the planet right. that aren't up to. They already shed their skins, but it's like the, the message was that we knew that you could handle it now, basically. You're strong enough that's, to keep moving forward. That's one of the things I say periodically is that, um, uh, and, and it just is, as a reminder, I know my life isn't as, hasn't been as harsh as many people. I know that. But for what I came to learn, was still difficult to me. I had a lot of growth to do. And so when I look back on my life, I just think, you know, God must have thought I was going to be one badass bitch because I'm still here. Right? And that goes along with that. Like we chose to come into this physical body to come onto the planet at this time. At the time that we entered into this physical world, we chose that and to be here and there is a bigger plan for my existence that goes back to calling an archangel uriel to help remind me there is a bigger plan for my existence 
and that's why I'm here. But our mind, our physical mind, is our human mind is not capable of taking in everything that's going on in the universe. There's no, there is not possible to, for us to conceive everything that's happening. But what I know is, I'm here for a reason. And as I said earlier, even if it's to help one person, I already know I've helped many. But in the beginning of my journey of wanting to be a teacher and teaching classes and coaching, if I helped one person, then it was worth it. My existence was worth it. Absolutely. But in that, then that becomes like a, like a, an adrenaline type thing. It's like, oh, I affected their life. Who else can I help, right? Who else can I um, touch their lives in a different way? You also notice when you're working with someone, though, too, that it, it does bring, usually we're bringing someone to us that's something that we probably need to resolve in, in some oh, yes. fashion, you know, and, and maybe in a different level, maybe not at the same level as that maybe that person's experiencing or right now because it's right in their face. Absolutely. But it does seem like it happens. Yeah. Okay. Yep. I thought so, too. Every time we, every time we have a, the tea time recording, every time um, I'm coaching someone, every, almost, almost. Every conversation I have, I'm listening to what I'm saying because when I'm saying it, I'm like, oh, that was for me. It was for them, but it was definitely for me. And they're just showing up gotcha. so I can say it out loud so I could hear it. Because otherwise, right, we're busy in our day and, and we don't and not stopping to contemplate some of the things that are going on in our lives. And so we miss some stuff, but when you're having a conversation with somebody and I'm speaking to them, now I'm present in my conversation. Now I can hear it. I can hear the message that I needed, but it's coming through saying it to somebody else. I agree. And then I go off. I'm like, damn, got some work to do. <laughs> but, it's, but if we just went through life every day, not paying attention, I mean we would be the same we'd be that same hamster to me it's a hamster on a hamster wheel we don't evolve we don't ascend we don't thrive you just survive and and surviving to me was what i was doing forever you know making being able to pay the bills for the week or the day or whatever that's hard i've been yeah, there too i've been most of my life i've been in survival mode and that is just so exhausting Whew, it's exhausting I say that all the time, but then it's like, I, but to recognize, I just took a deep breath too. Cause it's like, we don't take deep breaths and, mm -hmm. and that's part of our, it's part of everything too. It's just taking the breaths, just taking a deep breath. Cause that's our life force. Yeah. And the way, the way I took a deep breath was uh, go drink. Oh yeah. Alcohol, alcohol gave me that breath. That alcohol helped me relax. Alcohol let me escape. Yeah. But when that was over, I was like, dang everything's the same <laughs> and I have a hangover and I'm tired <laughs> so it didn't solve anything by no means but it gave me some reprieve for a while um because that's what I knew how to do at that time until I learned yeah. something different learned new tools implemented them consistently and um now it's it's far a few between when I have any kind of yeah. alcohol because it creates a, when you get into those places, it creates a desire for something better, for something else. Yeah. Man, I've got to be able to get through this life <laughs> different than this way because I was a drinker too. I did it for a long, long time. I smoked for I a had, long time before that. I had a, the, um, was, uh, I think it was Tony Robbins. I know Tony Robbins, Dean Graciosi's told the story. But what they say is, is they imagine, oh, I am uh, Grant Cardone, uh, not Grant Cardone, uh, Ed Milet has said this as well. So I think it's just, it's becoming like a, um, more of a well-known thought for, for people is the possibility that, and this is just, let's, we're just going to say God exists for, in this is what I'm using for the story. Um, and I'm not saying he doesn't exist or she doesn't exist. Okay. So I'm just bear with me in, if you don't have that belief, 
that we transition from this physical body, we go, we, we um, are sitting there with God and God's, you know, you're having this conversation with God about your life and you are there in, in from the space of how you lived your life and God says, here's who you could have been and shows you the person you could have been. We're not living in a, we're not living our life from a space of what we could be when we're living in a space from survival. We're not opening up ourselves to more or better or exciting or adventurous or miraculous. We're living from a space of what are we seeing right here in front of my face that's making me struggle and be in survival and I don't know anything different. And if I don't know anything different, I can't do anything different. You have to open yourself up to learning something new in order to do something different. Because the tools that you have that are keeping you where you're at in that survival mode are not the tools that are going to get you out of it. Just not going to happen. You have to learn something new. So keep ignoring your intuition and you're going to continue doing the same thing you've always done. Absolutely. Because your have intuition, oh yeah, your, your intuition, your body's going to tell you, you got to do something different. Yeah. Because you put a desire, you planted a desire out there. You want it more. And, you, and it's try, your guidance is trying to give you more. Are you going to allow it? Are you going to listen? So there it goes in the mindset. So it, it is. Mindset says you have to think differently. You can't think the same way. You can't speak the same way. You can't feel the same way. You have to do something different on all those levels to get you moving out of where you where you are where you are to get you to where you want to be it takes a, a shift in all of that and most majority of the population it all starts up in the head in the mindset because you got to tell different stories you got to see things differently perceive things differently change the story of your past like I could still be in the story of my life was so hard, blah, 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 blah. But like, yeah, I'm like, I'm a badass bitch because this is what I went through and this is where I'm at and this is what I learned to get me here and this is what I'm teaching now. I'm excited about that. And it had my life not been that way or um, I could have had similar experiences, but eventually brought me to where I am because now I get to help other people. But I couldn't have done that staying with the same person, being the person I was at that time when, my, when I was seeing my life as difficult and living in survival mode and living from my ego and being the, the person who exploded and was mean and rude to everybody. I couldn't be that person and learn to be the person I am today. This didn't work. Wouldn't work. Would never work. I had to shift something in me so you gotta get it you gotta do it i know it's like you guys just gotta do it <laughs> and it's not all glamorous it's not all pretty it's not all it doesn't it's it gets easier but i mean you, when you have the tools and know how to work your way through a lot of the stuff like you said writing stuff down and to me it's like learning to feel because most of the time i didn't feel I didn't allow myself to feel those emotions. I allowed myself to feel anger, but I didn't allow myself to deal with a lot of the other things. Yeah. And recognize I wasn't mad at everybody else. I was pissed off at myself for not listening. I was mad at me. Yep. True story. True story. So my friends, open yourself up to learning and growing. Um, to me, I tell myself, um, and my thing every day is if I haven't learned something new to it's been a wasted day. So let me tell you, I've learned a lot of stuff. And when somebody teaches me something new, I'm like, oh, thank you so much. I just learned something new. It's not a wasted day. And they look at me like, what? I'm like, no, really. <laughs> thank you for teaching me something new. I appreciate that. That's nice. So um, be willing and open to new and different. Um, and that's the other thing is being open to different. Because 
as we've said before, there's probably hundreds of thousands, if not millions of ways to load a dishwasher. Oh yeah. <laughs> and it's okay that it's not done your one way. It's okay. You gotta let that shit go. <laughs> Thank you for being with us. Tea time with Amy and Bev. Um, to connect with us, you can find us on Facebook. It's Amy and Bev. Um, that's our business page. Amy and Bev community is our Facebook group. Um, you can shoot us an email, amyandbev at gmail.com or leave questions and comments below the video. That's right. Have a fantastic week. Thanks for being with us. Bye.